Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 105 in Edmonton, hour number two. Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer with you. Jam packed show. We open up with Adam Scorgi from Making Coco. The Grant Pierce story, one of the producers, along with Don Metz on that, and they'll have an Edmonton uh, launch date, an Edmonton uh, premiere coming up uh, sometime after uh, likely the Oilers get back from uh, the European uh, trip into Germany and Sweden. Jay Woodcroft is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. He's been the assistant with the Oilers the last three years. He's in studio with us. Uh, we're going to continue down that path with Jay here for the next 25 minutes. One thirty-five today, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports and 145 Celebrity Classic down in Calgary, the home and home of the Eskimos and the Calgary Stampeders. Eskimos General Manager Brock Sunderland, who is represented by Bill Scott's dad, Gil Scott, the longtime uh, uh, agent for coaches, general managers, uh, kickers, long snappers out of Canada, and uh, a couple media guys I might know as well. Uh, uh, we'll be hooking up with Brock Sunderland coming up. Second Hour of Oilers now is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the gang at Digitex, trusted by uh, Chorus. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Westlock Ford text line. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford, or conversely, check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to uh, get your new ride. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now, and our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. April Wine on Sunday at the River Cree. Steve Earle and the Dukes three weeks from Sunday at the River Cree as well. We will tell you we have a couple of announcements coming up over the course of the next couple of weeks regarding uh, yeah, ways that we're going to continue never-ending. What was the Japanese uh, business theory? Uh, Kaizen? Non-stop, ever, uh, non-stop never-ending improvement. And that's uh, we're going to try to continue to do that as well. Jay Woodcroft is here. So, Jay, here's here's the challenge for me, um, uh, and, and I'm sure for you as well. When we hypothetically look at the makeup of your team, there's a caveat in that. Because the players that are coming into camp when we get into the uh, Oilers main training camp, 
they're not looking to make the Bakersfield Condors. Right. right. They're looking to make the Edmonton Oilers. Right. And uh, that's that's the mindset we want from every player that's attending main camp. Um, obviously, uh, our process here going forward, beginning next week, is uh, the youngest players will come in for a rookie camp. Then we'll have main camp uh, with the Oilers. We want all these young young players and, uh, and veteran players coming into Edmonton with the belief that they can help uh, help the Edmonton Oilers going forward. Uh, and uh, I've said this uh, a few other times this summer is that Todd has a strong belief that the best players are going to play and uh, the players will decide that uh, come uh, the middle of September. Yeah, that's uh, it's an interesting experiment. You mentioned the rookie camp. Uh, we're not going to Penticton this year. Uh, the Oilers will have a game, and now I'm, now I'm trying to remember the dates, but uh, I know we're in Calgary for one rookie game. We're in we're at Rogers Place for a game against uh, Nate McEwen, and then uh, and then we have the game as well uh, down in Red Deer. So right. there are three games total. Does this mean you might scale back the size of the rookie camp team? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a little bit smaller this year uh, and more intimate, which uh, as a coaching staff, it allows us to um, really hammer down on on. Uh, a foundation in those early days uh, with players that are potentially going to be um, both in Edmonton and Bakersfield. There'll be a couple junior players that are, are coming in as well to leave an impression. But that are to, not drafted and not signed, but given an opportunity to... To, to make an impression, yeah, yeah. for sure. And, uh, and then, obviously, uh, some of the younger players that are junior eligible and, and not American League eligible as well. Like an Evan Bouchard. Correct, or or um, uh, Maximov, uh, Saf, and those type of guys that are are younger players. They're not uh, eligible to play in the American Hockey League. They're looking to come into uh, rookie camp and make an impression and then also make an impression in, in main camp as now, well. Now, did Safin get nicked up here in the last couple of weeks? Or? Yeah, you know, I'm not too sure on okay. that. Uh, uh, I read something uh, to that effect, but I'm not too sure on what his status is here going forward. We, we should mention, uh, Jerry Flynn Fleming was the head coach in Bakersfield the last couple of years. Uh, Jeff Uhl was on that staff along with Tony Borgford, and I, I, you kept JF, right? Right. Uh, the, JF was a real priority uh, for me. Um, he's a real smart hockey person, comes from a great pedigree. He's a coach's coach that is coached at a, a bunch of different levels. And for me, he has been invaluable this summer uh, just on the transition from one coaching staff to the other, uh, ensuring uh, some continuity on how we did things. I've really leaned on him and his experience experience of uh, being a very good assistant coach in the American League. The other assistant uh, that you hired is Dave Manson. I will tell you, unsolicited from um, at least four different uh, WHL people that listen to the show on a daily basis, so you can figure they're in the Edmonton region. Uh, when we announced that, and I made reference to that, four separate guys, all hockey guys, three of them former NHLers, none who had played in the Oilers organization, all text to say, it's a great hire for you guys. He's a terrific, did a wonderful job at Prince Albert. And that was, I mean, that's not me, you know, reaching out to guys, hey, what did you think of, uh, you know, Dave Manson? I mean, right. that's guys taking time. So I, I found that to be quite interesting because he's got a speech challenge, right? He got yeah. punched in the uh, trachea in a fight uh, a number of years ago. Um 
and I guess that just means that uh, the defense have got to have uh, real attention when he. I mean, yeah. I mean, communication is a. I mean, it's a realistic thing to work with. For sure, uh, this is what I would say about Dave, and I did. I didn't know him other than to shake his hand at the draft once in a while. Um, um, so I had to really uh, look into Dave. He was uh, r- referred to me, and uh, someone. The more I investigated uh, his character, the more I looked into some of the defensemen uh, that he's developed over his time up in PA, uh, the more and more I was intrigued by him. And I'll tell you what, what solidified it for me uh, was to have a face-to-face meeting. We met up in uh, Lloydminster and uh, and sat down, spent the day together. I came away from that meeting um, thinking that I had just found uh, our next assistant coach because of his presence, because, because of his uh, hockey IQ, because of his personal experience of having been a high NHL draft pick, having uh, played over a thousand games in the league, having scored over a hundred goals as a defenseman. When I went into this process, I, I wanted to find someone who was a little bit different than I was. And uh, Dave checked a lot of those boxes. Uh, but first and foremost, uh, just like JF, I felt very comfortable around them personally and it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And I'm uh, excited about what they can bring uh, to the table uh, to help help our team down Bakersfield. So I'm a big believer, Jay, uh, Jay Woodcroft joining us, the head coach of the Bakersfield Connors. I'm a big believer in career coaches, okay? But that being said, to me, there's one position. If you're going to err on the side of having an ex-player coach that position, it is defense, not goaltending. Yeah. There's lots of good goaltending coaches out there that maybe the highest level that they got to was, you know, youth sports in Canada or NCAA. Right. And they, you know, they got strong technical abilities and, and they can assist. I mean, so much about goaltending today is, you know, head placement and, and finding pucks and tracking pucks and that sort of thing. But when I think of a position that I think, you know, that's the position that would really help you if you had a guy that played in the NHL. To me, defense would be that position. Right. I, I think there's a lot of nuances uh, right. to that position uh, and experience counts. Um, and we're lucky that w- we have a real good one uh, in Dave for our, our young decor in Bakersfield. But also, uh, you know, I can I, I can attest uh, to Trent Yanni coming in to uh, the Oilers organization as well as having worked with him in San Jose for three years. Um, he's a real bright coach as well and, and has that experience. All right. So just in terms of the makeup of your team, again, working under the context and the preface that everybody's to make the Edmonton Oilers. Have you kind of done a ghost roster at this stage? Yeah, I, I think uh, when you sit down and we do a weekly conference call on our for our coaching staff, um, and I've talked with uh, some of our managers as well. You have a, you have an idea, and this is what I would say again because you never want to um, kill someone's dream of making the Oilers or 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 whatnot. Bottom line is the best players uh, in camp in Edmonton are going to make the team, um, but uh, with that we understand that there can't be forty five players in Edmonton. 
And we know that there will be a, a group of players in, in Bakersfield. Uh, we expect to be uh, fairly young. Um, we're very excited about some of the young forwards that have uh, been drafted over the last few years. We're bullish on some of the young forwards that have been brought in uh, to the organization through other means as well. And uh, on the back end, uh, there was some young skill introduced last year that, that everybody's excited about along uh, with a good sprinkling of, of veterans at the American League level that uh, we're expecting big things from as well. All right, well, let's talk a bit about maybe a, a couple of the veterans uh, who have had some NHL experience, but are, are, uh, you've got uh, Stanton, who's... Uh, uh, had played a couple of uh, full seasons in the NHL, but played virtually all year last year in Bakersfield, and he is a veteran. And a veteran is 310 or more games yep. pro. Uh, we need to qualify that because you're only allowed five of them per game. Right. So Stanton is one. Uh, Keegan Lowe, who got up last year and is going to compete like Stanton for a job, uh, maybe as a six-seven uh, defenseman with the Oilers, is a transitional veteran because he's right. below 310, but he's right. in between 260 and 310. Then you have... Uh, Brad Malone, who we saw at least three times with the Oilers last year, and he's played a lot in the NHL at times with the Carolinas organization, and Mitch Callahan, who's looking for a, a bounce back here at a tough year. It got suspended for a... It wasn't substance abuse. It was... Uh, got suspended for something. And yep. It was some sort of enhancement or that assisted in his... Uh, uh, bottom line here is there, those, are, I, I, those are four guys that... Are, um, three of them are, are vets, and then Keegan's a transitional vet that are on NHL deals. So, right. you know, logic dictates that you might be seeing those guys a bit this year. Yep. Those guys are important guys, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I think they're I think they're important guys, and uh, I actually just uh, had bumped into Keegan and Stanton uh, yesterday in, in the dressing room here in Edmonton. You know, they both look in great shape. They're both excited about their prospects for training camp here, and they both expect to compete uh, for for NHL jobs, um, and uh, that's the kind of mindset that I'm I'm looking for uh, from from those type of guys. I I know that uh, when I first got the job in Bakersfield, I I bumped into uh, Mitch Callahan uh, while he was in town there. Had a great chat with him, and uh, had. Uh, Bugsy Malone had, had touched base with me via via phone, and uh, you know he was excited about some of the things that are going on in his personal life, and right. he was having a real good uh, summer as well. And he's coming in to look look to compete to to make the Oilers roster. Right, because he's got a chance to maybe mm-hmm. be a thirteenth, fourteenth forward. Goal. Um, that's kind of up in the air right now. I mean, Montoya finished the year on the, with the Oilers. Uh, the Oilers signed uh, Miko Koskinen, $2.5 million. Uh, Montoya is at about a million bucks a year left on a one-way deal. Uh, and then you got Shane Sturette, who spent most of last season in the coast. Yep. And then a couple guys out of junior with Stuart Skinner, who was unbelievable last year for Manny uh, Viveros, uh, Skinner of the Southside Athletic Club. And Dylan Wells, who had a real good year a year ago and then struggled a bit this past year, I mean, there's a possibility that uh, your starting goaltender is going to end up being one of those four guys. Well, you know what? I think that uh, the organization has made the position of goaltending a real focal point, uh, not only with the six six goalies that you mentioned, but also um, by their draft pick this year and Sylvain Rodrigue's son, Olivier. Um, so there's seven goalies in the organization, six under contract right now. Uh, that will shape up, I'm sure, to be one of the most competitive battles uh, in training camp. Uh, and going along with Todd's philosophy 
there and the best players are going to play. Right. The goalies will sort that out um, by how they perform in in, uh, in training camp with who ends up in Edmonton, who ends up in Bakersfield, and who ends up in Wichita. Jay Woodcroft is joining us. When we come back, we're going to talk about a couple of young defensemen down in Bakersfield, an update on the health of a young defenseman that uh, didn't finish the year there, and then some of the young guns that he might be seeing up front. It is 119 in Edmonton, and this is Oilers Now. Well, we're splitting the atom here. It's 121 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Oilers Now, Bob Stoffer with you. You can text us at 630-630. All right. Uh, Epstein's mother, Bob, you've not asked Jay Woodcroft about a player that he saw a fair amount of down the stretch last year, including on the power play, Ethan Bear. So that's where we're going to go next, Jay. You have Ethan Bear, and you have uh, another young guy that, Got a bit derailed last year during the course of the season, Caleb Jones. Um, I do not think Bear is at this stage, and based on what we saw late last year, ready for prime time yet. Three quarters of the way of the season might be a different story. But what did you see out of Ethan when you uh, coached him with the Oilers last season? Well, um, I thought uh, for Ethan to come up at the time of year that he came up last year, and to be immediately thrown into the fire, right. uh, he performed very well. He, he left a real good impression on uh, not only the coaches, but uh, all, also uh, his teammates and management as well. So I think uh, he has to be pretty excited about the way he finished his personal year. Uh, as a player, uh, you got to see a lot of uh, his upside and his ability to find players uh, quickly with the direct, a- accurate passes. So he's a real puck mover that... uh, uh, He's got the processor. For sure, for sure. He understands, uh, especially on this team up here, to get the puck into the forwards' hands as quickly and firmly as possible. Uh, So he did a real good job there. He had some experience on the power play uh, and learned how to uh, not only navigate his way up the ice uh, against uh, NHL penalty kill four checks and NHL penalty kills, uh, but he also learned how to work uh, in conjunction with some pretty high-end players uh, that we have here, um, especially on his time on the first unit of power play with guys like Leon and Connor and Nuge and those type of guys. Uh, So great experience for him personally. If I'm Ethan, I'm uh, really excited uh, about the opportunity in front of him here um, to compete for a spot with the Oilers. I know that he's given himself every opportunity to to succeed by spending a, a good portion of the summer here in Edmonton, training with our, our top strength coaches. Because uh, that was one of the questions about it before, was body composition. Right, right. And, and you know what, to his credit, he, as far as I know, and I saw him earlier in the summer, you know, he's really worked his, his butt off and given himself a chance. doesn't guarantee that he'll, right. he'll do anything, but he's given himself a chance by putting the work in, in, on, in the summertime. He worked very hard with our strength coach, uh, Chad Drummond. Uh, so he's got to be excited coming into camp. The other player you referenced was Caleb Jones. I uh, actually got to see Caleb at the uh, NHL draft. I had a good conversation with him there. I know that he has also spent some time here uh, at different times during the summer to make sure that he's uh, doing what he needed to do, uh, both nutritionally and uh, strength-wise, and he's done a good job of that. So I'm excited to see where both of these guys are at uh, come September. 20-second comments on each of the following four young forwards, uh, some of whom... uh, or all of them, you might end up seeing. So, Kyler Yamamoto, Tyler Benson, uh, 
Cooper, uh, Marotti, and Cameron Habig. Yeah, to be fair, I only uh, have seen two of those players uh, up close. Right. Uh, Kyler, I thought, had a, a great camp last year. Great stick, high hockey IQ, uh, somebody who um, can make plays with good players. Uh, ton of upside um uh expect big things in camp uh tyler benson i've seen over the last couple of years just through yep. uh, development camps and in the summertime and whatnot uh, he's put a lot of work in to make sure that he's healthy enough uh to go through the, the finally rigors. got a full off season training. yeah and he's got to feel real good about that i know uh that our strength coaches and trainers are excited about where he's at physically and he has to be happy with the way he finished his year last year um both cooper and and uh cameron uh I don't know those players personally. I watched them a little bit in development yeah. camp. Um, from what I hear, both have offensive upside. Both can make plays, and uh, both are going to be dangerous players as professionals. That's good to know. Uh, one final one, just on the specifics around the team, because uh, I haven't heard anything at all. Ryan Mantha, I'm not even sure specifically what happened. I don't know if it was a, a stroke issue or a blood clot issue, but so, you know, it was along that line, something shut him down last year. Is he back skating? Uh, I believe that he is back skating. I think uh, his status uh, is still uncertain for okay. this 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 year. Uh, the big thing uh, for Ryan is uh, that he has to get his health uh, situation under control, and he has the full su- support of the organization behind him. And uh, I know um, that he's a, a young player with a lot of potential, but the most important thing is his health. All right, uh, Jay. We will see you. Uh, what is uh, rookie camp starts? What Thursday, Friday next week? Exactly. Okay, well, we're at, uh, Jack and myself are events both Thursday and Friday next week, but we'll see you down at Rogers Place Thursday before we head off to an event Thursday night, Uh, and then the rookie game on Sunday. So, uh, and during the course, let's see, is it all right if we call you once a week and get you on the show and get an update? Absolutely, Bob, no problem. Best of luck with the new opportunity, and thanks for coming in the studio. I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you very much. All right, that is Jay Woodcroft. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and when we come back from Inside Sports, Reed Wilkins. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.